0: My money don't jiggle jiggle, it folds. I like to see you wiggle wiggle, for sure. Makes me want to dribble dribble, you know. Riding in my Fiat, you really have to see it. Six feet, two in a compact, no slack. But luckily the seats go back, I got a knack to relax in my mind. I'm sipping sound red, red
1: wine. Nice. You're listening to the number one podcast for Olive Branch and Eastern DeSoto County. This is O.
2: Pod. on deck for today guys we've got some good hot topics biden's new press secretary gets kind of uh, pinched with some new questions uh, we also have the black lives matter founder kind of in some hot water over some use of money and social media here recently We've also got some great local news. We've got some new events that happen in Olive Branch we're going to talk about. Of course, we've got dad jokes. The riddle me this. A great, great motivational message. I really, really enjoyed this one this week. I think y'all are really going to enjoy it as well. Also, three random facts and stories you likely didn't know. And a special guest for our sports section, Coach Ryan Porter will be on the show. We've got a great interview with him as he will be the new baseball coach for Olive Branch High School. Well, team man, how's it been, brother? Man, not bad this week. We, you know, wrapped up school this week, had graduation
1: going on, uh, still have technically one more day of school on Monday in the
2: district I work in, uh. I don't expect anybody to be there at all. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you there, brother. Yep. We uh, we had graduation last night, and let me tell you, I sweat a little bit. I had to, uh, had to put my coat on. I don't like wearing a coat, just going to be honest, you know. But I uh, also got the pleasure for the first time of reading names in front of a few thousand people. Oh, you moving up. And then, I didn't feel that way. Let me go ahead and tell you, because having the ogre read the book with a mic, you know, I, I swear, it. Just I had this visual of people seeing me like it looks like I'm eating the mic, but eh, whatever. Uh, but it went pretty good, uh, you know, I've had to practice the name about 15 times, there was a couple of them that were uh, uh, a doozies as they say, And uh, but you know what, it rolled off the tongue, it went smooth, it was great to see the senior class walk across the stage and have a great, great, uh, you know, graduation, we were one of three graduations that night, uh, we had one, ours at 7, we had another one like 3 in the afternoon and one before that in the morning uh, so it was great to see that, the uh, you know, the place is being utilized. It's, uh, you know, and it's well-ran. Lander Center had a lot of people there taking care of business. And so kudos to them. Uh, it was a great experience. And uh, I think we only got one left. I think we got uh, Lewisburg coming up this week. And so uh, congratulations to those seniors as well.
1: Well, I have zero responsibilities at reg- at graduation. I'm just nothing but eye candy. <laughs> I, sit, I sit on the stage. I'm at the end of the stage. It's, it's almost like going to work for minimum wage. You know, if the boss could pay you less, they would. So I'm just there, and
2: I just sit there, and I watch. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> yeah. That's nice, man. I'm uh, kind of yeah. envious. Kind of envious. Yeah. So That's Well, it is what it is. Tell you before we get into our hot topics, man, you know we got to talk about our number one realtor team, and that is...
1: Mr. Brian Couch.
2: That's right, brother. Guys, go to teamcouch.com, and you can see a website that shows anything and everything they do, especially in this volatile market. If you are one of those people who has a house they want to sell and you're not sure about the realtor team that you want to use, use the one that's been voted the best five times running when it comes to DeSoto County. There is no other choice. If you're concerned about anything else, have questions, want to know what your house is worth, well, guess what? This company right now has a free market analysis. And if you let them know your address, have a few questions, whatever, they can take care of this and let you know what your house is worth and start the ball rolling when it comes to the process. If you're one of those people who's looking for a house, Probably want to work with the best. We told you the last few weeks, I had a good friend reach out to Brian, said he was looking for a certain type of house in a certain type of area that was very difficult to buy. Within four or five days, they had a house, an offer was in, it was accepted, and they are moving in next week. Very, very happy for them. So, the guys, proof is in the pudding. Go call their office line right now. That is 662 449 1700, or you can call Brian's cell phone, which is 901 461 7653, which does spell Sold. Remember, every home needs a couch. All right, T. Let's get to these hot topics we got here, and let's start off with President Biden's new press secretary. As sadly, um, the president puts a tweet out there that states that uh, he can cure some inflation, uh, and it's just not going over well. And one of the reporters there at the you know press secretary conference decides to ask the press secretary about it, and I just. Couldn't believe what I was hearing, so of course I had to go find the audio, and so I want to let everybody here listen, Um, you know, and it's one of those things where I feel sorry for the press secretary, because the tweet just doesn't do you any favors when you try to have to answer the question that comes with it, and so I think we go to this audio now and let everybody hear it, and then we'll talk about it.
3: Great. Congratulations. Thanks. Nice to see you up there. Thank you. Uh, the President's Twitter account posted the other day You want to bring down inflation, let's make sure the wealthiest corporations pay their fair share. Mm-hmm. How does raising taxes on corporations reduce inflation?
0: Um, so, are you talking about a specific tweet?
3: He tweeted You want to bring down inflation, let's make sure the wealthiest corporations pay their fair share.
0: Look, you know, we have talked about um, we have talked about this this past year uh, about um, making sure that the wealthiest among us are paying their fair share. Um, and that is important to do. And uh, that is something that, uh, you know, the President has been, you know, working on uh, every day when we talk about inflation and lowering costs. And so it's very important uh, that, uh, you know, as we're seeing costs rise, uh, as we're talking about how to, you know, uh, you know, build a, a, a America that's safe, that's equal for everyone and doesn't leave everyone behind, that is an important part uh, of that as well.
3: But how does raising taxes on corporations lower- or the cost of gas, the cost of a used car, the cost of food for everyday Americans.
0: Look, it is, you know, by not, if without having a fair tax code, which is what I'm talking about, then all, every, like manufacturing workers, cops, you know, it's not fair for them to have to pay higher taxes than the folks that, who are, who are, who are not paying taxes at well, all. Well, or barely with
1: okay, so she can't answer the question, but the reason why she can't answer the question it's because it's hard to defend somebody who doesn't make sense in the first place.
2: I think you hit the nail on the head. I mean, like I'm not trying to be rude and I'm not trying to talk negatively like that. But I mean, when you tweet out there that if certain people pay their taxes, that that's going to cure inflation, um, anyone with a moderate education or just basic common sense is going to read that and going, that's not, those don't, those don't add together. They, there's no correlation to either part. And I'm happy that the reporter asked the question, but I, I felt sorry for the girl because you could tell if you watch the video of it, which I encourage people to go watch the video, she is squirming as hard as she can because, I mean, how do you answer the question without making your boss look dumb?
1: Yeah, it's like trying to uh, make a lemon pie using pickle juice. I mean, it just doesn't doesn't make sense, and it's not going to be correct as well. Here's what I want to know. You and I both know, and I'm sure everybody listening knows as well, I'm sure President Biden himself does not, send out tweets. I'm sure he's got someone to do that for him. I would almost bet that's not the same person that was doing it after he sent that tweet out.
2: Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, That's a good point because, you know, you just, you got to think about this. Every tweet that comes out, you would think under President Biden would probably require it to be vetted. You know, like there would have to be some kind of process or at least you would hope there's a process that's vetting this information before because it was all about the rage of, you know, mean tweeting and everything else of the past president, you would think that there would be something in place now to prevent that. Well, you know, it all depends on what your definition of vetted is as well. True that. Well, let's move on to the other one. Uh, Black Lives Matter co-founder Patrice Cullors, uh sadly is in a lot of hot water as it has come out that she has used charity funds to pay her brother and her child's father uh, huge sums of cash for various services. Additionally, the co-founder's brother, Paul Colors, saw a cool sum of $840,000 hit his bank account for allegedly providing security services for the nonprofit organization. All of this again is in their IRS tax filings and is welcome to anyone if they wants to google it. Also, the company paid a Damon Turner who happens to be Colors' father to their child, almost $970,000 because he was uh, producing live events as well as doing creative services. Another thing that's happened here is, is that as of July 1 through June 30 of 2021, they have a stunning $42 million in net assets. Now, the foundation only has an operating budget of $4 million. More than 37 million has been spent on the foundation for grants, real estate and charter flights and this is all adding up to an additional multi-millions when it comes to investments in the stock market and other investment areas. And so there's a lot of chapters when it comes to black lives matters from different areas of the country. There's some in the south, there's several in the Philadelphia, New York, New Jersey area that have now sent out an open letter And are asking for information of why these funds were not being appropriately sent out these other chapters as it was promised through the organization's bylaws and how they were doing things. And so it is quite and quite distinct when it comes to how things have been going. Then to add on top of that, T, Candace Owen, an investigative reporter and so on, went and visited one of the properties. Okay, now this is a property that is listed there as a headquarters where they do events, meetings, like that. Right. Not a personal residence. Yeah. And when they got there, she was met by a security guard who did not speak to her. She asked questions like, is this a Black Lives Matter property? And I was hoping to speak if somebody was in there, something of that nature. She did not receive a response. Uh, and she said, hey, I'm not trying to harass, whatever like that. I'm just trying to find out if somebody's here to speak to. No one came to the gate. The only security guard would not would just look at her, didn't look that. And she left, and she recorded the entire thing. Well, the bad thing that happened is is what came from it. Uh, Patrice Collars decided to get on Instagram and have a response to her showing up at the property, and so I've got an audio of this that she is going to cut and splice that talks about how she was someone who came up to her door, and then the actual audio of what was happening. And I think everybody kind of uh, it's going to be kind of eye opening, as they say. So let's go to that now.
3: This morning, I woke up to Candace Owens being outside of my house with a news crew. Um, she was demanding that I come outside.
0: Hello. Um, I was just looking to speak to whoever is at this property because it's listed as the Black Lives Matter property. Sir, hello?
3: The fact that she's came outside my house and demanded things harassed me uh is unacceptable
0: we're not trying to harass you we'll gladly leave we're just wondering if we can speak to anybody
3: y'all i really need my family to be safe i need to be safe i need my child to be safe and this this what happened this morning is not safety
0: thank you sir have a great day
1: well talk about night and day difference Depends on who you're talking to. It's always one's perspective. It's never, you're never going to get facts on both sides about anything anymore. All I know is this, okay? It doesn't matter if it's Black Lives Matter. It doesn't matter what organization it is. You know, a nonprofit really shouldn't be sitting on assets at all. That money should be taken in and it should be earmarked to go for services uh, toward the communities and, The organizations in which it's trying to fund and go. So that's number one. Number two, uh, we just have too many sheeple in the world uh, this day, and it's just going to continue to get worse until people are held accountable. If you break a rule, there are consequences for breaking the rules. And until our law enforcement agencies, our district attorneys, our federal attorneys, the, until uh, the judicial system steps in and actually does their job when it comes to holding people accountable for such things, you can continue to see such bull happening all the time.
2: I hear you, T. I'm with you, man. I mean, here's the deal. Is there going to be accountability when it comes to how this money is spent? Will there be some kind of repercussions? I mean, the Patrice Keller has already stepped down as the leader of their organization. And like you said, it's not about that it's Black Lives Matter. It's about this is one of many nonprofits that have been caught using their money inappropriately. Yeah,
1: this one was in the news this week, so that's why we're talking about it.
2: Right. And so it's just, it's just it's sad. It really, really sad that you know. I think there's a lot of good things that can come from nonprofits to do stuff like that. And don't get me wrong, Black Lives Matter has a lot of you know things tied to it. Depends on, like you said, what side of the aisle you're looking at. Do you think it's a great organization? Do you think it's a negative organization? That doesn't matter. The reason they're on here now is that we have somebody who's taking advantage of people's charitable donations. Companies who have spent millions on this, you know, hoping for change, you know, hoping for a positive whatever you want to say out of the process, and somebody's taking that money and they're using it for personal gain. Right. And that's the unfortunate part here. And, you know, and, you know so I want to know if there's going to be something that's going to be done. And, you know, is it just going to be a slap on the wrist? Do you have to pay money back? Or is it just continue to allow it to be happening because they just don't want to be touching it, don't want to fool with it? It's just, that's the part. It's going to continue to happen over and over and over again until somebody steps forward and it keep, keeps people accountable. That's it. And so it's, it's sad, but hey, you know, like I said, it was all over the news this week and I just, you know, I had to throw it in there, but it is what it is. All right, guys, it's time for our local news. And this is brought to you by our good friends, Michael Hatcher and Associates. Guys, if you're looking for a new career, you're looking for a job that's really going to give you an opportunity to move up in the world, better pay, better benefits. In a place you feel good about working that gives back to your community, then Michael Hatcher & Associates is a place to be. Currently, they're offering positions in account manager, estimator, project manager. They're looking for foremans. They're definitely looking for people in the irrigation world. If you've got somebody who has irrigation experience, you need to contact them. They're paying quite well. Of course, mechanics, crew members, and All wide, wide range of positions. This is the place to go check out. They have donated so much time and money and efforts to our schools, our community. Michael Hatcher is a great, great philanthropist who helps our area so much. This is a company you want to work with. If you have any questions about the jobs they have available, go talk to their talent acquisition manager, Miss Gabby. You can reach her at 662-755-3207. All right, T, let's look at this local news, man. And we've got some stuff at the state level up front. What's the first thing on the deck? Well, elected officials and veterinary
1: caretakers of Buddy, everybody that's heard about Buddy, celebrated together in the Mississippi Senate chamber on Thursday, May 19th. Following Governor Tate Reeves signing into law, Senate Bill 2245, also known as Buddy's Law. The law requires the youth court to order psychiatric evaluation of a child with the intentional torturing, mutilation, maiming, burning, starving to death, crushing, disfiguring, drowning, suffocating, or impaling of a domesticated dog or cat. The law further reads that the cost of any evaluation, counseling, and treatment shall be paid by the offender's parent or guardian or by the state if the offender is a ward of the state upon order of the youth court. Buddy's Law is named for the dog who received intense veterinary treatment, including skin grafts, since April 2021 when he was burned and severely injured by a 12-year-old. I must go ahead and say that such veterinary care was provided by the Mississippi State University School of Veterinary Medicine.
2: Yeah, I know you're a big Mississippi State State, guy, (laughs) Guys, like I said, Buddy uh, has been a very popular dog, especially in North Mississippi. This happened pretty close to our area. Yeah. Uh, It's a very sad situation, um, you know, but if you get to see pictures of Buddy, he is a happy, thriving lab that is full of life, enjoys people. Um, It's a miracle what they were able to accomplish and do for the dog. Uh, you just hate that there's a dark side to this, that there was a, you know, a situation where a young, you know, a young child did this to this animal and, you know, it makes you concerned and you want to see, you know, you want justice, but y'all want to see help. And so this law is a great, great step forward in helping that. And so I applaud Tate Reeves and our state for putting this together. I think it's a great thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm glad of the change as well, only because it's my understanding, the young person that did this, uh, you know, there were no repercussions. Nothing happened to the kid. Now, I don't know if the kid had some kind of learning disability, mental disability. I have no earthly idea. However, what I do like about the fact is, is that, you know, a 12-year-old, I know that's still a kid, but they're old enough to start understanding right and wrong. And in this situation here, I'm glad where the law has been changed so that now, you know, at least some parents can be held accountable and take responsibility for the actions of their child, especially when it comes to something as drastic as this was. I
2: agree. agree. When spring arrives, do you wish your yard was as nice as your neighbor's or maybe the best in the neighborhood? There is a company that can grant your wish, and that is Master Lawn. They have been serving the Olive Branch area for over 25 years. They have amazing courteous service and results that are unbeatable. If you go to their website, masterlawninc.com, which is that is spelled masterlawninc.com, you can check out all the services they offer, as well as a user-friendly quote system to get you started. If you prefer to use the phone, you can always contact them at 901-250-0873. Guys, uh, about a couple months back, uh, we talked about a project of uh, them building a water park out in Tunica, but sadly, if you're looking to swim in that water park, it's not going to happen, as it was originally planned to be in play by the end of the summer. Um, The plans for the $140 million project uh, that were announced back in April of 2021, uh, no ground has been broken yet, and now county leaders said that the deadline for the project has passed. Uh, or it will have passed basically as of March 31st. The, pop- the property now is in the process of foreclosure and means it'll go back on the county tax rolls. And that in beautiful, beautiful place they had all mapped out, ready to go, is basically dead in the water. It's pretty, pretty sad situation. Yeah, it is. I, I kind of like to
1: find out, you know, more information about what fell through or what caused it to fall through. Sound like a great plan, you know? Uh, it's been over a year since everything had been set up and ready to go, so. That would be a, uh, something interesting to find out.
2: Oh, no doubt. I can only imagine that cost of building has skyrocketed. And when you're talking about, yeah. you know, $140 million project, it probably end up being double that to be able to build today. And maybe they just saw it coming and, you know, said it's just not worth the risk with that kind of project. Yeah. So it's real unfortunate, you know, but it is what it is. You know, it's yep. just life, you know. Well, there's also a new project coming in. Uh, T, what's the new one they got going over there in Walls? It is a $90
1: million solar electric generating facility that's out near Walls, like you said, and it's been officially approved and signed off by our Public Service Commissioner, Brandon Presley. Uh, At the height of its construction, about 300 employees will be hired. That's fantastic. And it will be a 100 megawatt facility that will also add about $400,000 and add valorem taxes to the county and the school district.
2: It's pretty huge right there, man. That's big. That's big.
1: I got to do a shout-out for uh, our commissioner, uh, Presley, as well. That dude just seems to be on top of it all the time. He travels all across our parts of the state. There's no town hall meeting that's too small for him. He doesn't care about the limelight. All he wants to do is go out and serve the public, make sure that uh, we're getting uh, quality Internet access across the state, that we're uh, getting these facilities that are coming in, that are adding to the tax revenue, creating jobs in our state. Uh, I've been around a long time. I've, I've never paid much attention to our public service commissioner before because
2: I don't think we've ever had one like Brandon Presley. I agree. T. you're one hundred percent. You know, I talked to a lot of a lot of our local officials here when I try to get news and different things, and this guy gets a lot of positive feedback. He is very much in depth and incorporated with everybody here on local levels to try to make things happen. I think the reason this worked and the reason it happened was because of him. Oh, absolutely. You know, I think he was a great facilitator. Uh, don't get me wrong. I think our Desoto County, uh, you know, our board and our county supervisors were uh, great to be a part of this process. Um, And so, you know, I know Lee and them, and I think this was great. This is a huge win for DeSoto County. And so uh, I think it's just a way of saying congratulations across the board. Guys, do you own a house or a property that's maybe in disarray, bad shape, out of date? Maybe it's got uh, some storm damage, or you just don't want it. It's just a piece of crap. Let's just go ahead and be honest with yourselves. You look at it every day, and you're struggling, and you want to sell it fast right now without having to make any improvements or having to worry about anything, and you're looking for a company that's not going to scam you, that's not going to try to you know, lowball you to death and make you feel icky for the process. There is a company right here in DeSoto County, right here in Olive Branch, that's called Rodman Properties. It's ran by an amazing couple that I'm great, great friends with, and they're not going to do you wrong. They're going to come into your house, they're going to evaluate it, and they're going to give you a fair cash offer. They're going to close fast and get it off your hands, and you're going to feel good about it because they're going to fix that house up. They're going to probably put a renter in it that's going to be high quality, that's going to help the community. This is what you want. This is not a national buy-up scam or anything else, not a low-ball process. This is the real deal that's local. You're helping your own own community. Go check out their website. That is ibydesoto.com. It has all the information on things they do, they offer, you name it, property management, how they handle houses, houses they're currently working on. They even let the community vote or even put input in on how they improve the homes so the people in their own community have a leg to stay when it comes to how they want houses around them. Look, what's better than that? Again, guys, go check out ibuydesoto.com. They're truly a true great, great company. Guys, the next thing in our news is we had an awesome, awesome event here, and this would be last night, Saturday, and was bucking in the branch. This was our first time to have a real live rodeo right here in Olive Branch. I know Mayor Adams put some great pictures on from last night about how it had such a great turnout. I wasn't able to make it of course, I was reading names at a graduation, but I did talk to two people who went, and it said for the first time to have all these all these kids everywhere and just being so excited to see you know live animals doing their stuff of a rodeo and being right here in Olive Branch, I think it had a great turnout and it was considered a big success. That's fantastic. Man, I hadn't been with something like that since I was a little kid. I think that's great. Oh, I think it's awesome. You know, that's the thing, you know, that's like two or three things in the last month or so that the city of Olive Branch has stepped up and done. I mean, they had the fishing rodeo and now we have a real rodeo and everything else. I know it's kind of the theme, I guess, but, yeah. um, you're getting the youth out there, you're getting the parents out there, you're getting the people, the community excited. You can drive down the road and see something you wouldn't normally do. I mean, to me, it's just another example of how Olive Branch is really, really stepping forward. Kudos to the mayor. Kudos to the aldermen. Uh, it, it's really impressive to see that you know, you know, every month there's something new that the city is putting in play to try to make Olive Branch that place that is you know the spot to be at. You know, mm-hmm. and I, I don't get wrong. I hear all the time, "Let's let's move to Lewisburg. Let's move to Hernando. Let's move." To, well, guess what? You still drive to Olive Branch for most of your amenities. If you're in Hernando, you still drive to South Haven for most of your amenities. They're working on getting things. But Olive Branch is still the hot topic. You and know they what keep, I mean? and if a,
1: they keep this up, you're still going to drive there to go see stuff like this.
2: Exactly. Exactly. And so, you know, I think it's just a great example of, you know, how our city government, the mayor and everything are cohesive when it comes to wanting to do what's best for the city. Don't get me wrong. People are going to be upset. And there's, I've gone to those Alderman meetings where people are fiery mad because, you know, hey, they approve this. and They don't agree, right? And I understand there's times where you go and you're like, hey, you applaud. Hey, you're going to keep the values. They're being consistent. I can tell you this. You know, I'm from Hernando, graduated from Hernando. Right now, their board of aldermen, it's its its, it's rough. It's really a bad shape. They had a very uh, big change or turnover because they redid lines there and stuff. And so far, they have fumbled, or at least the consensus is by a lot of people I speak to and I hear, that they have fumbled numerous things when it comes to, uh, you know, you know, proving and planning and different things of that nature. I mean, just the other day, they had a situation where a company wanted to, you know, get something changed from, you know, I think C2 to M1 or something like that. And they brought a beautiful presentation, explained everything, showed how it would benefit the community, the new tax base, all this stuff right there denied immediately, right? And then you turn around and the very next person comes in there and goes, well, this is a verbal agreement. There is no plans. There is no documentation. There is no maps. or just no schematics this, that there, so on. Multiple people upset about it and say that you shouldn't do that. You know, it's not a part of the long-range plan, trafficking. Guess what they do? Approve approved. It. Approved. And I mean, people are like, What? I mean, like you—you you tell me how this makes sense, you know, and then you go back to how the the ball fields, and you talk about the trying to do the the new dog pound, you know, and or the, how they handle the park system when it comes to new director. It's yeah. just one thing after another, and there's a lot of people struggling. So, I'm starting to appreciate more you know, of the Board of Alderman here in Olive Branch, how things have been running more smooth. Um, it seems to be more cohesive in the same direction. And so I'm, I'm praying things clean up a little bit better for Hernando. You know, I know there's a lot of great people down there, uh, but it's, it just makes me appreciate what we have here in Olive Branch this much more. Is your home or business in need of some restoration work? Maybe a water pipe burst or you have some storm damage? There is an expert company right here in DeSoto County that can handle all your needs. Brian Rowe and his team of DeSoto Cleaning does expert restoration work. They will make sure the job is perfect to your satisfaction. Look them up on Facebook at DeSoto Cleaning LLC, and that is the capital LLC. They also provide other cleaning services, such as steam cleaning carpets, tile, and grout. Or if you'd like to call them on the phone today, you can call them at 662-710-2698, or you can email Brian personally at rowe-41 at hotmail.com. You know, and T talking about Board of Aldermen, they've got a big decision to come up uh, right here in Olive Branch. Uh, There is a proposal right here off of College Road. I think it's at 8890 College Road right there at 305. This is that hill where they just approved, like, I think, a Dollar General coming up. Yeah. Um, And they want to convert 2.42 acres of AR to C4, uh, which is planned commercial, and that would be on the northwest corner. Now, if you can visualize this visualize this as a listener, on the northwest corner, there's a house there that has like a small pond. And it's kind of on the hill there. Yeah. Well, they want to take that 2.42 acres, which is right to the side of that house up toward the edge of that pond, and turn that into C4 and have like a little strip mall area and gas station potential, um, you know, right there. And there's a lot of people who are not happy about this. And so I like to mention these every once in a while when this is one of those ones that could be controversial, especially to how this how 305 is a major thoroughfare when it comes to Olive Branch. That's one of the, you know, your big roads of traffic. And so if you add more and more to it, especially on this hill, which – a lot of people have contested the idea of putting anything on these corners because it's completely all residential. And then they added Dollar General, you know. So there was there was a little upsetness. Like I said, not every board is you know perfect and makes a good decision. But they felt that a grocery store kind of thing in a residential area was a good idea. Right. Adding gas stations and strip malls—that's a whole different ball of wax. And so this is coming up. Um, I think that there, it's going to be on the city planning commission. I think it's going to be on June fourteenth. And so if you're one of these people who doesn't like this idea, or wants more information, I would encourage you to go to the board of aldermen their next meeting and you know listen to what they have to say. Uh, you know look at the things. It's all on public record. And voice your opinion. You have that right as a citizen. You have a, as a you a, a, a taxpayer of Olive branch. Then you need you can go out there and let them know. You know that you disagree with this, and they're going to listen. You know, and that you, have, you have that opportunity. So I definitely encourage anyone who lives in the area that would be against this or for it, whatever. You want your uh, opinion heard, you, you have the opportunity.
1: All right, moving on, we want to say congratulations to all our seniors from Center Hill and Olive Branch after a great couple of graduation ceremonies uh, on Saturday at the Lander Center. And also a reminder, Lewisburg High School graduation is May
2: 26th at 7 p.m. at the Lander Center. That's right, guys. Uh, and I'll give you some advice. I got there two hours early for our 7 p.m. graduation, and it was difficult to get in. Bang. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, there were lines look they do a metal detector they have a clear bag uh, policy so definitely read up on that check your Twitter feeds check your you know school information. I know Lewisburg does a great job of sending information out uh, you know save yourself some headache you know you can't bring certain things be prepared for lines but once you get in there you're gonna have a great seat you're gonna see a great graduation so uh, happy for Lewisburg uh, coming up on the 26th. The next stop is the east side.
0: Still doing now what doing you all right
2: guys let's get over to our dad jokes and of course this is brought to you by my insurance man Ali Lally of Alpha Insurance the Ace agency Olive Olive Branch. Guys, I went to him a couple months ago, saved me $900. I have sent him numerous people in the last couple months who have actually called and texted me about the situation, and he has saved them money as well. I'm not joking. They're not just a paid advertiser. They are truly, truly a good insurance company who I use personally. That is not a lie. I'm not advertising or selling you You a know, fake narrative. I'm telling you the truth. This is my insurance agent because he saved me as much money and let him go save you some too. His office line is 662-893-0928, or you can call his cell phone personally, which is 1-843-324-0930. All right, T, I got some good jokes for you. Are you ready? I am sweating with anticipation. (laughs) I hope I do better this time. Here we go. Here we go. T, I accidentally rubbed some ketchup in my eyes when I was making a burger last night, but it's all good because I got hindsight now. <laughs> nothing, I can't get nothing. Come on, man. And now, Hines
1: is the best ketchup out there. I don't, I don't, I don't. Amen, care. amen, I, brother. You know, amen. Everything else is, I don't know, running water compared to <laughs> red water. Red water. Okay, let's go with another. <laughs>
2: all right. T, yesterday I showed up at work late. My boss yelled, you should have been here at 7.30. I replied, why? What happened at 7.30? <laughs> Neither say he wasn't too happy. <laughs> sounds like my kids that show up to school late every day. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. All right, here we go. I think I might get you on this one. Here we go. Okay. T, my wife told me when she gets old and passes that she would like to be cremated. I pause for a second and asked why. She replied That way I'll have a hot smoking body one more time for you, baby. Uh, <laughs> all right, that's what I'm talking about.
1: Hey man, that's 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 the gift that keeps on giving right there, brother. Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
2: Uh, guys well, I hope y'all enjoyed our corny dad jokes for the week and as always we <laughs> hope that you have subscribed to our show or in telling your friends your family and co-workers about it make sure you hit that subscribe button and if you have a few seconds extra to give us a positive review on iTunes it really does help our it podcast it is
1: nice
2: to see you Just the man behind the All right, guys, it's time for Riddle Me This. T, I've got two good ones for you. Do you feel like you're up to the challenge today? Do I have a choice? No, you do not. (laughs) I'm ready to go. Let's go, bro. Here we go. First one. I am a four-lettered word. Read it backward or forward. I remain the same. I usually bring more light and warmth. I am not a clock but can help you with the time. What am I?
1: i think i've heard this before but it's been a long time 12 o'clock noon noon yeah that's it, noon. There hey, it is. <laughs> all right <laughs> that a boy that I, a boy i'm here till the end of the show ladies and gentlemen tip your waitress try the veal <laughs> all
2: right number two It can go up and down, but cannot move. It helps people in deciding their attire. It also helps people in keeping a check on your health. What is it? A thermometer. Is that your final
1: answer? That's my final answer. I'll bet the $12 million that's on the line. (laughs)
2: What does a thermometer test for? Temperature. The answer is? Temperature. Temperature. How about that? Okay. <laughs> hey, man. Impressive. Impressive, right. I sir. I appreciate impressive. that, bro. Impressive. Impressive. And I'm proud of it. T, this is probably my favorite section coming up. That is our motivational message. And, of course, it is brought to you by the DC Dragons and Karate and Cheer Dojo. Uh, Guys, if there's anybody in your family, including yourself or family altogether, that is interested in learning more about traditional martial arts or stepping up your game when it comes to cheer, this is the place to go check out. They're conveniently located right there on Highway 178 in North Olive Branch. If you want more information, please go check out their Facebook page. That is DC Dragons. T, the motivational message of the day is an awesome one. I got to tell you, when I listen to it, it makes me pause and then I listen to it again and again. I probably listened to it 15 times already because I just really, really enjoy the message that comes with it. It's one of the things that really teaches you about how you can look at your life and what matters from it. You know, that not everything is final. You can look at what you can be a part of in your lifetime, and I think it sends that message that anyone can learn from. And so uh, I look forward to you hearing it and getting your response to it. <laughs>
1: even though I'm in pain, it's worth
3: sticking around to maybe make my little corner of the world a slightly better place.
0: That's all there is. Happiness is amazing. It's so amazing it doesn't matter if it's yours or not. It's that lovely thing A society grows great when old men plant trees, the shade of which they know they will never sit in. Good people do things for other people. That's it, the end.
1: You know, that hits for me as an educator. You know, a lot of times, and I'm sure you feel the same way, it seems like we go through the same routine, uh, put up with the same stuff all the time, feel like that we are not being effective. Uh, We tend to deal with a lot of negative things because of the type of job you and I actually have in our school, but it only takes one time for someone to just come up and say thank you and appreciate something that you may have done for them. You know, it just reminds us that we don't do things for others for the notoriety, for the accolades of what's going on or to be noticed. We do things because we feel it's the right thing to do. We do things because we want to help other people improve in their lives or give back some of the things that have been given to us to make our lives better. So, you know, when you reach out to people, you want to do things for people or whatnot, if you do it with the right type of heart and someone else can benefit from it, uh, that makes it worth everything right there.
2: I agree with you, T. Like I said, this, this hit the heartstrings for me, man. Um, I think that a lot of people doubt, you know, anything they do, if it has value, you know, sometimes, or if is it worth it? Is it worth your time? You know, this is something people feel selfish, you know, but if you can do things for others and do stuff for yourself, you know, that little dent or whatever you think it is, it can make a, can make a huge difference in someone else. You, you said it right. I was at graduation last night. I got hugs from two students I did not expect to get hugs from and about things. They said, thank you for something that I had forgotten about. And, you know, and that kind of hit me like I was embarrassed, but I was also, it made my night, you know, like I was like, you know, I didn't remember that, but you did, you know, something I did that I would normally do, but, you know, you took it as something that you know, I went out of my way to help you and, uh, and it meant the world to you enough that you would come back and embrace me that way it just shows you this it makes it all worth it you know when you always look back and you say well did I really change life did I do something no I don't expect my name to be in a history book like a George Washington or Elon Musk or anybody out there who's done something that the entire world knows but if there was if you are affect one person or a small group of people or something in a positive way you did your you did the right thing you did your part sticks and
0: stones may break my bones but chains and whips excite
2: me I like-
1: now it's time for random facts and stories you
2: likely didn't know. Brought to you by Old Town Fitness. That's right, T. That is the number one fitness place in Olive Branch, guys. If you're wanting to get something different – than just a stereotypical gym, you want to have classes where they're going to teach you to use your own body weight, different kinds of machines, different things that are really going to explore more of the non-typical when it comes to a gym, this is the place to go check out. Cool. Really, really great situation. Doesn't matter what age you are, they're going to do it at different levels so you can be incorporated and it's going to break that culture of, you know, that fear of, I don't know exactly what I'm doing or I'm not sure how to use this piece of equipment or this or so on. Everything is family friendly oriented where people want to help each other because the success of this place has been based on the relationships of the people who use it. And, you know, the convenient times they have. I mean, tell us about the times they have and uh, how unique they are. Their
1: hours are most different than most places. They're open Monday through Friday from 5 a.m. until noon. Then they shut down for the afternoon. And then they open back up at 5 p.m. to 7 p.m., which makes sense because that's when most people go to work out. And then on Saturday, they're only open from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. So you can get in, get your workout done, Do what you have
2: to do, get out, and then feel better for the rest of the day. Yeah, like I said, it's truly, truly niche for this community. If it's something you want to try out, I promise you, you won't regret it. It's ran by an amazing couple that just have a dream of doing something different and better for the community. Go check them out. That is Old Town Fitness. All right, Zach, this is
1: random fact number one. Did you know that Albuquerque, New Mexico started paying the homeless to clean up homeless camps around the city. The participants must work hard and on average of five to six hours a day. In return, they get nine bucks an hour plus a lunch of sandwiches, chips, and granola bars. How about that? Hey, that's smart on them. First of all, I went to Albuquerque for the first time last summer. My wife and I drove out there. I've got a friend of mine who who a, is a rocket scientist. And he, he's one of those, he can't tell me anything. He'll let me know when something's going to be launched. And the only question I ask him, because it's the only thing I can get an answer for, is, is I ask him, are you going to strike the match? You know, to light that joker up. <laughs> so anyway, uh, but I say that Albuquerque is a, a beautiful place. But, you know, they're smart. You're going to find out which of the homeless are, are really out there because they're struggling or they're out there because they choose. If they're struggling, they're going to work. They're going to do what they can to try to get back on their feet. And another thing as well, the city's paying them. And it's really not costing them any more than that nine bucks an hour, right? Because oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's no benefits. There's no insurance. and But at the same time, it's, it's providing a sense of dignity to those people who are out there really struggling and want to get their dignity back. They may be out on the street for reasons that are out of their control. That may be hard for you and I to imagine because... Uh, Luckily, we're in a position and have been blessed to whereas we've we've not ever been there before. And I pray we never do. Uh, But I think that's a fantastic way to, to help those people out.
2: Well, it, it, like you said, you you're, you're going to pay a city employee to go clean an area and yeah. it's going to cost you more than that, if not double once you pay benefits insurance and right. stuff so but you're also helping someone who is in need. Absolutely. You're giving them opportunities. opportunity. So I mean like it's a, it, you know, I hate killing two birds with one stone, but I mean like the reality of this is what it is, you know, it's that's fundamentally smart financially as well as good, providing a service for people who need it. Bravo to Albuquerque news. Absolutely. Bravo.
1: All right. The second one did you know that last week in south africa the oldest woman in the world celebrated her 128th birthday born in 1894 yeah wow born in 1894 johanna Mazabuko. i think i said that right i think you did i think so too it's amazing what you learn in education when you learn how to read johanna Mazabuko has lived through british colonialism apartheid and two world wars Wow, good that's for a, her. That's, that's unbelievable, incredible, man. man. <laughs> that's I wonder incredible. if she creaks when she walks. Oh, you had to go there. Well, you I mean, you go know, there. it's got to hurt, I would think, after a while. Heck, I'm not, I'm, I'll be 53 next month and I'm hurting. <laughs> then again, she's better looking than I am, too. Well, even at 128. <laughs>
2: I'll agree with that. I'll agree. All right,
1: moving on. Did you know the company Samsung... Accounts for fifteen percent of South Korea's entire economy, and that South Koreans often live in Samsung-owned apartment buildings, can get treatment from Samsung-owned medical centers, go to Samsung universities, and even end up at Samsung funeral parlor when they die. That's talk call about it a monopoly. <laughs> talk about keeping the money in the family. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, <laughs> from
2: birth to death, baby. I mean, golly. That's incredible. That is. I mean, that's – I just – wow. Bully, uh-huh,
3: uh-huh. And all the girlies say I'm pretty fly for a white girl. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right, guys, it's time for our sports section. Like I said earlier, we got a great, great special guest today, and that would be the new coach at Olive Branch High School, Ryan Porter. Uh, But, guys, I've got some exclusive, exclusive audio for you. Um, I was able to get a recording of him when he was teaching some youth here recently um you know at a baseball game and it is just epic this is what his motivation to tell his players before the game and i think when you hear it you're just going to know what kind of expertise and just absolutely amazingness this guy brings to the table when it comes to even this youth right here up to where these high school kids at all branch t i can't wait for you to hear it and get your reaction listen to this audio of him talking to some young baseball players here just recently let
1: it roll
3: There's two types of people in this world.
1: Okay. There's winners. Winners.
3: And there's losers. There's losers. Just so that we're clear, every time we step on this field, our goal is to be a winner. And if your dad
1: has said, oh, it doesn't matter whether you win or lose, just as long as you have fun, well, I hate to say it, your dad's a loser. (laughs) I love this guy. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Sign me up. Do I have any eligibility left?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, of course, this is a joke. This is not Coach Porter, but I had to throw a little humor in there for you guys. But uh, yeah, I just, I had, I've i had this audio forever, and I've been waiting on that moment to use it, you know what I mean? I, yeah. And I've known Coach Porter yeah. for a while and stuff, and so i you know—I got to have some fun with it. Got to have some fun with it, but... Anyway, let's get to the real interview, guys. Like I said, I spoke to him for a little over 10 minutes. He gives a background about his coaching career, what his motivations are, what his plans are for Olive Branch. It's a great interview. I hope you enjoy it. And so let's go to the audio now. Hey, guys and gals, I got a special guest today. That'll be Coach Ryan Porter, our new baseball coach of Olive Branch High School. Coach, how are we doing today, brother?
3: Doing great. Doing great. Happy to get started.
2: Heard that, man. So, coach, got to tell you, man, what brought you to Olive Branch? A lot of people are excited, but here you coming. So, I got to know yeah. I, I, what, what, what was the draw. What was the draw?
3: <laughs> well, I um, I was looking around. My uh, I have two older kids that are going to be in college, and I I'd not coached as a varsity coach since around the COVID year. And I was just looking on some boards, seeing what was open um, around town. And honestly, I, the, the the job at Olive Branch had only been up for like three hours. And I was like, okay. And I had not been keeping up too too much with just, you know, different schools. But I saw that job was open and having coached against them and been there before, I knew they had, you know, they had a history of having players there. And, you know, I knew that DeSoto County was rich with uh, lots of baseball talent. So, I just kind of, I paused on it, looked at it and kind of went, you know, went down the thing, looking at everything. And I just, after a day or two, I was just like, I might as well just call a couple of people, see what was going on. And, and I had a buddy at white station, uh, Wade Walter that told me he thought I could, I could get that situation heading in the right direction. So I'll give uh, credit to him on telling me how to pursue it. So he, uh, he helped me a lot in, in making me believe I could I could take that situation. I know it's not, you know, at the level I would like for it to be right now, but that's just something I enjoy doing, taking on a, a task that's uh, challenging and, and believing in myself that I can help get the culture right and help players get better. I just love being around kids, and no matter their talent level, I just like being able to teach and develop.
2: I heard so, that, Coach. I went after it. I yep. heard that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, yeah. coach, you know, you make it sound like this is something you have done in the past. You have a history mm-hmm. there. Why don't you tell the listeners, uh, you know, kind of your ba- uh, your baseball background, uh, yeah. to why co- uh, Mr. Stripling thought you'd be best for the job.
3: Well, um, I'll go all the way back to you know going to Delta State and playing baseball. I, I felt like I learned more there to that point in my life than I ever had, and had never really thought about being a baseball coach. This is you know back in like ninety six, seven. And uh, Coach Kennison there, got to play for him in his first year to be a head coach and just learned so much. And uh, credit to him and the program there with their, you know, great background. It just made me want to be a baseball coach. So, thankfully, I was able to just almost fall into a head coaching job right after that and had a lot of success. Um, Was thinking about being a dentist before that, and I was like, I'm at least going to give this a shot. And, you know, was able to do very well right out of the gate. And so I came up to the Memphis area and, uh, started, you know, coaching up here and, uh, just decided that's what I was going to do with my life and, uh, teaching, teaching coach. Um, I've been fortunate enough to win, uh, three state championships up here, a couple, one at North point, I think in 2009, um, first year to coach there. And I was there for a couple of years and I went to Evangelical Christian School in Cordova, uh, Tennessee, and won a couple state championships there. And granted, both of the, all all of those teams were were talented; they had the potential to do that. I was able to coach some guys that went on to the next level. But um, you know, I've also been uh, most recently at Rossville Christian with uh, you know probably like twenty five kids per grade. You know, maybe a a, a roster of you know. 13 14 15 guys and so i know what it's like to kind of be having to build it back up and so um this job um coming to olive branch is nothing i haven't seen before you know and there's great there's great tradition rich programs in our district and i get that and they do a great job i just want to be able to kind of help them grow to be somewhat more on that level and it might take a while but i'm i'm ready to go and uh I feel confident that we can do that.
2: So You mentioned programs around you and you know, that's a lot of times the big concern when it comes to mm-hmm. schools in the area is that, you know, your some of your biggest competition in the state is your neighbor. And, right. um, and, uh, that can make, it can, you know, it makes it difficult when it comes to, you know, when kids are growing up in the area and parents have the means or opportunities to possibly go to different schools, you know, moving mm-hmm. or whatever, um, you know, you want to try to create a draw to say, well, Hey, I want to stay at Olive Branch. And, you know, and that's quite difficult when you're next door to Lewisburg, Center Hill, right. Soto Central, yep. you know, Hernando. And these are, and these are storied, well-established, you know, baseball programs that <laughs> compete You know, second, third, fourth, you know, all the way deep into the playoffs. So, the good thing you got going for you is is that, you know, after this upcoming season, there's going to be a major divide, um, you know, as the state is going to 6A and now a 7A. And right. uh, you, your uh, your competition base, you know, is going to become yep. basically like Center Hill, probably Lake Comerant <laughs> and a mm-hmm. uh, school either like uh, Lafayette or Saltillo, mm-hmm. and right. uh, so it's going to be quite a change. And so you yep. won't have a lot of that pressure, so that'll be good <laughs> for the program. Um, oh, for sure. But if kids live next door to you, you know, you have to create that draw, and I think you, that's your right. going to be your number one challenge. Uh, but I think you can do it. Like I said, I uh, yeah. I had the pleasure of working with you for one year there at Center Hill. You left that mm-hmm. part out by the way. I'm a, you're on you're on my list. Man. Oh, I did. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so so you got you got to come work with me about should, 7 7, what, was it seven years I, ago at Center Hill. You I came in there with assistant. 7 years
3: ago. Yes, as an assistant to Coach Neil Frederick who ran an excellent program there and learned kind of how he did things and it was a, it was a great year of experience for me, especially just you know, learning from him and I'm always learning. It doesn't matter, you know, who I'm around. I'm just trying to figure out, uh, different ways to, you know, that I might not have thought of, whether it's building the culture, you know, different aspects of coaching the game. Um, there's so many things that go into being able to get a program, uh, to a really good positive uh, spot. And I, uh, I enjoyed that, and it really gave me a taste uh, for the culture of the DeSoto County schools. It's so much good baseball down there, and I—I uh, I was, it was great. And honestly, I never put it out of my mind that I might not want to come back into that. And so, you know, you mentioned uh, the 7A uh, switch they're going to do soon, and you know, when I heard that, I, I honestly wasn't aware of it when I was even starting the interview or put in for the job, but that kind of made it sound like a little possibly better chance to more quickly get to a place where you could, you know, maybe go into the playoffs, go deeper. So that was a draw as well. Cause you mentioned the players. I want to just kind of put a, a fence around the kids that are in the olive branch district, create a program that's positive, that has great culture where they're being taught how to get better and better and develop and, and then possibly, you know, in younger kids, they can actually make decisions on maybe where they want to go or be able to even play quicker as they get into like eighth and ninth and 10th grade. So that's kind of what I'm going for.
2: And that's great coach. I think it's absolutely awesome. Um, you know, uh, you're really going to have to recruit, and I and I don't mean that like the typical way. If that makes sense, yeah, you know, right? Uh, right, you right. Know, recruit's kind of a cuss word when it comes to high school sports, but <laughs> the, re- the reality of it is, is that in Desoto County, baseball is is a big deal. I mean, you go yep. to you go to any city park or or Snowden <laughs> or anywhere else, and you'll find more baseball in Desoto County than any, probably any other sport in North Mississippi. Most definitely. And, most definitely. And so, where those kids live and who they play with is a big deal. You know, and so you want kids to want to play when they're young, develop, <laughs> be a part of those programs, and then stay with their friends mm-hmm. that live in, you know, in the district. And so right. that's a big deal. And so, um, you know, early success will help that and creating that <laughs> culture like you talk about and, you know, and getting the kids getting buzzed and know who the coach is, being infused with the community. And I know those no, are things you sure. do because that year you were uh, at Center Hill, uh, the sports the, the players absolutely loved you um mm-hmm. i know at least three or four students that i have contacted since we found out you got hired at ob and mm-hmm. yep. you know it's been a buzz talking about how they uh, wish you nothing but the best That you're one of the best mm-hmm. coaches they ever worked with uh your, to- wow. your knowledge in baseball was phenomenal your motivation was on un- you know unmatched and uh they know that uh that Olive Branch is in good hands and so I right. definitely wanted to express that to you that there's a lot of well, people who are rooting for you you know and I think that's uh, great um, I think uh, the city of Olive Branch the community of Olive Branch the school and the students have uh, have a great hire and I think uh, you're going to do quite well
3: I, I'm just I'm just ecstatic to get this opportunity um, those kids you've mentioned uh, that we had at Center Hill are great kids and they were just gamers and it kind of It was just a little bit of a different feel like for the better um just having kids that wanted to work you know the equivalent of a gym rat i guess a field rat you would say and they couldn't get enough of it so they were just complete sponges and i i feel like we're going to have that at all branch um where you could i just want to be able to pour in everything i know to them to where they can play more confidently and know that they have the skills to be able to go out and compete and just play loose and free. And that's just kinda the way I like to do it and let the kids have the games, you know, for me it's about the practices and teaching them so they can just have fun and trust that, you know, they know what they need to do and can do those things to be able to compete and be in ball games. So
2: awesome awesome coach before we wrap up the interview here is there uh, anything that's going on this summer or anything you want the community to know to be looking forward to sooner than later before fall
3: well we're gonna i'm i'm putting together a summer uh workout program we're gonna be working uh different things you know hitting fielding pitching base running just trying to put in as much stuff as i can the way i want to be able to have it done so when we get into the fall or doing fourth block they're Kind of accustomed to the way I want everything done, but we need to. We're young, uh, primarily. Um, you know, we have some upperclassmen, some juniors and seniors. I'm hoping can really step up and uh, and lead this team. But I want to just be able to get stronger in the weight room. Um, we need to be able to do that, just to be able to compete. There's some there's some kids all around us that have have put that work, you know, in, and I'm just uh, I'm just wanting to be able to. Uh, compete on that level and then not be intimidated by anybody. So we're going to be working really hard in the weight room. Um, we're going to be on the field and then in the indoor lot. Um, just putting in work. That's You can't expect different results if you don't put in as much or more work as you've been doing. So um, that's what I'm wanting to do this summer is just build relationships and let them know I'm there for them anytime they need it. So
2: Awesome. Coach, I can't yep. thank you enough for your time, man. I know this was the weekend and got a lot of stuff going yeah, no on. Problem. but I know you're getting excited <laughs> for uh, baseball, but I want to say yes, from OB sir. Pod, man, we really appreciate you uh, giving your time. We look forward to talking more baseball with you in the future. And yes, uh, if there's something we can do for you or the program, please reach out to us. But, again, thank you for your time, Coach. Really appreciate you.
3: Uh, I appreciate it, Zach. Thank you for the opportunity to talk. I appreciate it.
1: Hey, well, good luck to Coach Porter. It seems like the team's going to be in, in great hands this coming year. Uh, I am a little disappointed that the first clip we had is not actually his style, but I'm sure he'll have a style that <laughs> that'll produce some winners down the road. So I wish him the best of luck and welcome to Olive Branch.
2: Yeah, absolutely, T. Um, absolutely appreciate that. And uh, again, I want to say special thanks to Coach Porter for joining us uh, and giving us a few minutes of his time to talk about you know what his plans are. And the, <clears throat> I know that Olive Branch is going to be happy to uh, have him come in and do some great things and uh, get started you know this summer. Well, guys, as always, we appreciate you listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoy it. But if you enjoy ours, you might want to listen to our brother podcast, which is Under the Water Tower. They do a fantastic job covering the Hernando area. And like those Audubon meetings I was talking about and several other good information, they, uh, they will let you know all about it. And they do a fantastic job. That is Derek and Matt. Great guys. Go check them out. That is Under the Water Tower. As always, guys, we uh, we appreciate you. Thank you for your time. We hope that you, if you take a few minutes and leave us a positive review on iTunes, tell your friends, your family, your coworkers, share our podcast with anybody and everybody in the Olive Branch area. We want to try to expand and help our local advertisers, our sponsors, and spread the good news of our amazing city and surrounding area. But until then, guys, I'm Zach. And I'm T. I'll see y'all next T- week.
3: You're gonna find out she fights like a man, and she cusses real loud. If I was smarter, I'd have stayed myself at home.